0: So I'm supposed to deify King Arthur knowing he fucked a spider? <laughs> Not, uh, I think he was like, <laughs> most, um, wait, most so. Were,
1: wait, do you think werewolves fucked a wolf? They had yeah, to. that's
2: how it happens, Dave. Everybody knows that.
0: That's yeah. how it starts.
1: <laughs> Dog right, fuckers. You get, you get bit later. But that first one. <laughs> that the first, first guy, one. I fucked your wolf.
0: Yes.
2: There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Set it around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave and Casey.
0: What does my dad look like?
2: Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Casey?
0: The weather has gotten chilly in this Midwest hellscape, so we decided to curl up next to a fire with Bookworm Month. We're not reading, we don't know how to anymore, but we used to, and we're bringing you movies that were birthed from books, and it's never gonna play out like it does in your mind. Last week, I brought Dune from 1984, and, oof, you know, that's up there with one of those great book, great movie things, just because I can't physically see in my mind's eye Kyle McLaughlin at will, unfortunately, Um, but- Jay, you went something. You went something. What did you bring this week?
2: I loved this book series, and I love Idris Elba, but I promised myself I'd never watch this, and so that's part of the reason why I suggested it for this week. So we watched 2017's adaptation of the entire eight-book series into one movie, The Dark Tower.
1: (laughs) Okay. So last week was one book made into one movie that shouldn't have been. That needed this to This was two eight
0: books. This yeah. was an eight book movie. <laughs> well, we'll talk
2: about that.
1: Yeah. What? Yes and no. They cut out. Yes a lot. and no. We didn't even we didn't even get the riddling train, which is the they, only thing I remember. They cut out everything. Jay, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. All Here's right. your setup. I, for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe you won it in a contest, but you have got a weekend at a dude ranch. Oh, no. And eh, you know what? You decided to give it a shot. Riding a horse is more fun than you expected. And it turns out you're actually pretty good with a six gun, too.
0: Oh, this is fan service, me. David. Yeah. <laughs> Save this for your other podcast.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, you're not really that good. You're definitely not good enough to try spinning the goddamn gun. But you're about to do that anyways.
2: Damn straight I am.
1: I've seen Police Academy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you don't shoot with your foot, but it's about to get shot. So in the 10 seconds before you take a bullet to the foot, sell us on this movie.
2: I want to condense the sprawling epic into an incoherent ninety minutes, but what I'm most worried about is if you think there's anything concerning about Matthew McConaughey stalking a young child's dreams.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Nine seconds, eight, if you <laughs> don't include the hey. hey. Uh, um, anybody
0: see a problem with that?
1: I didn't. Yeah, it's kind
0: of like that. Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? Song that I hate. That I just don't get why anybody else is like. Can we? never play this again it's the implication and you're right matthew mcconaughey stalking a child's dream is definitely an implication
1: yeah i um i certainly wouldn't have phrased the movie that way but i'm much more uncomfortable with it now
2: (laughs) well you know if i'm at this dude ranch doing absolutely awful things casey is there with me And so case when I shoot myself in the foot, I happen to also throw my foot up in the air, which like a Rube Goldberg machine shoots the bullet out, which falls onto the roof and it rolls down into the gutter, falls down through the gutter and then ends up hitting you in the back of the head, which messes up your makeup. So in the 10 seconds before you get your makeup messed up and you're real pissed at me
0: because you saw it, you saw the whole fucking thing. Sell us on this movie. Sometimes you got to orphan a kid and make him camp with the son of the Allstate guy to really see his shine. That's the
2: sweet spot. That was like eight seconds. But the the pacing. (laughs) Is this a Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial?
0: (laughs) That's all I could think. He was so bronzed and shiny. I was like, he just stepped out of a Lincoln. That's what it was. Every time he moved to another world, he, he just stepped out of a Lincoln. He just got misted in a Lincoln. I would have loved it so much
2: better if it was just a Lincoln commercial. And it kept That's just getting into, like, a fucking
0: Lincoln Navigator and then getting out somewhere else. Sometimes you got to scar the face of your henchman to be a good face for the company. Lincoln. That's a terrible Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) But also he is too.
2: I bought it. I bought it. We have a lot of McConaughey to make sense of. To do that, let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched.
0: Would you say that we're going to have a McConaughey day? (laughs) McConaughey day. I'm the (sighs) backbone of this podcast. And you all know it.
2: Jake Chambers is an 11-year-old kid that has visions of people and events on a different world. Most everybody thinks that he's off his rocker. Personally, <clears throat> if I walk out into an 11-year-old's room and he has a Pepe Silvia board with his creepy drawings, I'm just the fuck out. I'm out.
0: Yeah, what do you do if that's your kid? You can't return it. You know what I mean? Like, where...
1: Okay, but... That you, guy lives with you. You you need to be even more concerned, because this is a Stephen King universe. And your child <laughs> okay. has a creepy Pepe Sylvia drawing board.
2: It's real enough that Jake recognizes the people that are sent to take him to a clinic as imposters. So he flees right through a portal into the world of his visions.
0: And also, can we just say he's got excellent parkour skills?
2: Excellent. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking kid. Are you kidding me? He's an 11-year-old kid. That's yeah, and do.
0: I watch videos on YouTube of kids eating shit all day long. Like, they're not all cat-like, Jay. <laughs> I Most think that tells us more about you, shit. Casey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> more about you. He heads to Midworld, uh, where he shows up in a big old desert. Just just, just sand everywhere. There, Jake finds Roland Deschain, the gunslinger from his vision. They both share an enemy, an evil sorcerer known as the Man in Black, so they decide they're going to team up.
2: The Man in Black wants to do a trench run on the Dark Tower because it's basically a shield generator for the universe. Except instead of using the Force, he uses the psychic power of children.
1: Why, why, why would you say those things like that?
0: <laughs> he only uses okay. organically sourced chicken <laughs> for children. I'm just except-
1: imagining Star Wars music, except it's played on like keyed screams of children.
2: Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, it's just like that, Dave, except in this case, it isn't that the rebels win. Uh, if he succeeds, the demons show up and burn everything to the ground.
0: Is it the kids or real demons? <laughs> real demons. This is
2: what they say in the film.
0: Okay.
1: Were you not paying attention? <laughs>
0: I was in and out, buddy.
1: (laughs) I definitely fell asleep on my first try at this film. Alright, well, in an effort to understand Jake's powers, Roland takes him to a seer. She opens Jake's mind to his powers and steers the duo towards the location of the child psychic amplifier weapon from Jake's visions.
2: The man in black goes to Jake's home in New York to learn about him. There he discovers that Jake is a powerful psychic and kills his shitty stepdad. Then, his beloved mother, inarguably the most brutal fucking scene I've seen in a hot minute.
0: I was so glad they went there, because I'm so sick of like, we're not going to kill his mom.
1: (laughs) Yikes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. Roland saves Jake's life in Midworld and is injured in the process, so they return to New York to get medical care.
2: Oh, that's why Midworld's a dystopia. They gotta come here for medical care. <laughs> oh God.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that and you know, th- there was a-, a war of everything, and there's demons, and it re- there really isn't anything going on there besides cool magic and like one dude who's really good with guns.
2: Okay. Yeah, but magic is all costly because it's Stephen King. Anyway. Yeah. Jake learns that his mother was killed and returns to Midworld. He even shows an aptitude for gunslinging after he reminds Roland of his role as a gunslinger. Jake's
1: then captured by the Man in Black with Roland hot in pursuit. The Man in Black puts Jake in his child psychic focuser 9000, but Jake resists destroying the tower. Instead, he holds the portal open for Roland. Roland fights his way through the Man in Black's goons until
2: the two face off, mano a mano, Roland with his six shooters and the Man in Black with his six finger sorcery. I don't, okay, that does. He actually got ten fingers, okay. or maybe five on each hand. I was trying to trying to
1: do a thing. It didn't work. Roland just barely manages to overcome the Man in Black with a clever trick shot, then saves Jake from his fate as a psychic battering ram.
2: Roland then offers to take Jake adventuring with him since Jake has nothing left at home to return to, and they head sick off. Per- burn. <laughs> Jesus. well you know they head off presumably in search of a talking raccoon i mean sick burn from Roland.
1: how what kind yeah of that's movie? what i'm saying
0: like he didn't have maybe he didn't have a pet maybe what about the kid across the street maybe there was a girl he was making eyes with at school like he doesn't have grandparents there's no grandparents <laughs> right. no yeah. cousins uncles aunts
1: Nope, nope. they just taking the, hey, you have nothing. Okay? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I am all you have in this world.
2: Those of you that didn't read the books can be forgiven for not paying attention to the part where Roland points out the talking squirrels on the commercial saying, oh, you have these in your world. Because that wasn't just like a cutesy one off. In the Dark Tower series, there is a character named Oi. Oi is what they call a Throcken or a Billy Bumbler. They're a cross between a raccoon, a woodchuck, and a dachshund. They look like, uh, with like, gold-rimmed eyes, they look like like striped, fuzzy little dog creatures. And Oi can kind of talk and communicate with them, and he becomes a, an integral character. Kind
0: of, or actually. Yeah,
2: like he he can actually replicate some and understand some speech. Um, it's uh, He's uh, a a part of the, the group of characters that adventure with Roland and Jake.
1: I'm glad after Casey brought Dune last week and I had to deal with the effects of trying to fight the urge to go turbo nerd this week, it's Jay's turn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was, I have, I've have long been uh, an avid Stephen King fan. I've read a lot, a lot of Stephen King books, love the dark tower series. Absolutely hate the ending. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, maybe I don't. I'll, I'm. It's hard for me not to rant about it. So this was an interesting adventure into, uh, me, me watching this film because I started out just going, I hate it, I hate it, I hate. It. Yes,
0: and then he'd be like, um, actually, and I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I don't want to hear any. it. Anymore. I don't want to hear a no. sound of it. No. You can tell me later.
1: You take it the as recording. it's written here.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. After a while, it took me. A
2: minute, I was real. You did. I was this, real. Some buddy. of the creative choices, I'm, I'm a bit worked up about.
0: Such as, like, I don't understand
2: why they made the main character Jake instead of Roland. That decision blows my fucking mind. Like, and 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 why didn't you get an R rating? Why did you go PG-13? Who are you trying to appeal to?
0: We don't want PG-13, but also, also. We also don't want to gangbang in the sewers, so ours (laughs) is just
1: fine. (laughs) Ours
0: is just fine. It is
2: a Stephen
1: King story, which means you always got to check. Like, hey, Stephen, was this a cocaine year or not a cocaine
0: It's like a farmer's almanac someone needs to keep of. Okay, let's see. This was a cocaine year. Yeah, no, no. We're going to want to check into this one and edit heavily.
2: I, I, like... I think it would have been a lot more interesting to have Roland driving the story because Jake is better as as the second male lead as as you like to call it, Case. Um uh, instead he's of being... not
0: second male lead. McConaughey is second male McC- lead. <laughs> oh well. Well, all right. Kids can't be male leads. Okay. Gross. But I I think that I think that
2: focusing on Roland more would have made this more interesting because he is the main character of the series. And and the man in black, McConaughey's, McConaughey's
1: character, is his archenemy. So, like, it makes sense. Roland is a uh, an absolutely amazing character. I never actually re- finished the books. Um, yes, But what I do Agreed. remember of them is that Roland is a goddamn badass to end all badasses. Which I would have loved to have seen the movie focused around that more so than, yeah, Jake, yes. the kid character. I... What I also what I remember of Jake in the books is that I really wish he just wasn't there. So, can 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 I do some spoiling of Jake in the books? Please do, yeah.
2: Well, somebody explain how Jake gets to Midworld in the film because I'm going to contrast it with how it happens in the books. And he and goes go a to
0: something. a house that he had a dream about. Yeah, he decides to touch the thermostat on the wall. A hole opens up in the wall. He goes to go into the hole. Instead, he almost gets eaten by a hardwood floor. He yells. It spits him (laughs) out and disappears. And he jumps through the wall hole.
1: Well, you had to put in a specific code first, too. That's true. Yeah. It was like 1919, I think.
2: Yes. Yes. So in the books, the way that he gets to Midworld and the way that most people arrive at Midworld is that. The man in black shoves him into traffic and he gets hit by a car and dies oh which is why i'm like oh man we missed out on mcconaughey pushing a child into traffic and killing him wait so the dark tower is an
1: isekai novel
2: a little bit a little bit so so it turns out not to be the man in black later on in the series we find out but a different person um but he gets he does get shoved and killed and he meets Roland in Midworld that way. And in in the books, we get to see Jake die three times. We get three Jake deaths. Oh. Because he dies there to come to Midworld. And then at the end of the first book, uh Roland is fighting the man in black and Jake is hanging off of the edge of this like Balrog like Lord of the Rings situation and Roland is like, oh, I have to choose between saving Jake's life and getting, going after the man in black. And he's like, my yeah, entire life goal gets. has been about getting vengeance. Yeah. Fuck that kid! And he just fuck fucking gets. leaves that kid, and he falls to his death.
1: Good on you, Roland. Don't let <laughs> other people's kids <laughs> stop you from achieving your dreams.
2: Now, in this movie, he's central to the entire plot. But there he dies twice, and then he, he, uh, he ends up coming back because... Roland does some time traveling and uh and prevents the guy that actually shoves him into traffic from shoving him into traffic, and he ends up back in mid-world again, but not dying this time, but then ends up dying again. Anyway, I won't go into all that.
0: Describe my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Befuddled? Confused. It's very different than the film. Very different. Yeah, so in 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 the Dark Tower, the film. Jake is the the only specialist boy with the right kind of brain juice to fire the Dark Tower Melter Laser 9000.
0: <laughs> He's lucky he didn't get picked up by the abduction movie, Aliens, because I'm sure he has perfect DNA, too, that could have just flown into the eighth dimension. And That's yet, probably true. That's probably true. It always starts with a special boy.
2: We also have very different Dark Towers here. Like, the Dark Tower... As it is, or at least very different goals, I should say, for Roland and the Man in Black versus the Dark Tower. Because here, the Man in Black wants to destroy the Dark Tower, and Roland wants to uh, to protect it. In the books, they both want to get to the Dark Tower to get to the top floor, because they think that the top floor is like God or creator or whatever, and that they're either going to steal his power... Or interrogate him, roughly. Something like that. That was
0: my question, was, like, have they ever been to the Dark Tower? Is it, like, an ultimate Final Fantasy tower where it's just progressively harder villains all the way up? Yeah, the
1: more you describe this, the more I'm just hearing Isekai anime series.
0: Okay, so uh, keep going with your
2: Isekai, Dave. Just write that out. Case, I'm so glad you asked, have they been there before? Because, um let me tell you what the dark tower series and ghoul- super ghouls and ghosts have in common the ultimate end of the dark tower series is roland sacrificing most of his friends to get to the dark tower them dying these deaths for him him finally defeating the crimson king and the man in black getting into the dark tower and it's apparently like a tardis so it's huge and he goes all the way up it and sees like all of these scenes from his life as he's going up to the top, and when he gets finally to the top door, he opens it, and they cut all the way back to the fucking first book and the very beginning, and time loop loop him around, except for this time, he has a horn that he dropped at the Battle of Jericho Hill, which is where all of the gunslingers died that he didn't have in the last run
1: through. So he just does it again with more shit? It's just New Game Plus.
0: That... Yeah. He's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. So it was definitely
1: a cocaine year.
0: <laughs> so I don't
2: so the Dark Tower in this, right, they're just trying to protect. They're not trying to get to the top to for Roland to go through his endless time loop.
1: Yeah, no, this one this one's much plainer. It's uh if the bad guy blows up the dark tower, demons are gonna show up and shit's bad. Yeah. And, like, also there's a multiverse. We kind of blow past that.
0: There are so many parts of this that I'm like, I don't know. The book does it way better. And then every other part is, oh, no, the movie did that way better. I, I don't know how I would have reacted if they would have time looped him with a new piece of loot. <laughs> in the movie. I can't. I can't.
2: Can I tell you how that I think they could have saved this movie? I actually there's something I really really like about this movie, and it's almost really good, and it doesn't it doesn't do it.
1: Like, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, sh- well, let, please explain how this eight book series condensed into one film could have possibly been saved.
2: Yeah. Let me give you a hot take. There's a lot of people. I, I started reading online, mm-hmm. and this isn't going to surprise you, but a lot of fans of the book absolutely fucking hate the movie, and they what? torch the idea. Of trying to do eight books into a single series and in a single film. And I'm gonna be honest with you, they don't try to put eight books into a single movie. They try to make a movie inspired by some of the events of those eight books into a different film. And
0: Okay, you sound like me defending Cowboy Bebop live I'm, I'm
2: using a similar I'm using a similar line of argumentation. Yes. Here's the kicker. If you notice, Roland in this has in his bag a horn that they never bring out and that's the horn so they could have made this instead of being a retelling the sequel you can see the horn coming out of his bag so this could have been the sequel to the book series of like a next time loop through and they could have then excused all of the doing everything weird and different because this could be like an aberrant you know uh one of the loops what kind of
0: horn are we talking about you were really paying attention like
2: a, You know, the horn you blow, like, like in a, a battle. Like a
0: trumpet, like, there's a lot of it's horns. It's horn. People, like... like a, a horn, an actual like horn. Like, a, like, like horn. an animal horn like, that can yes. play one okay.
1: note. But, well, you know, a bunch of notes, but...
2: Case, in the books, one of the reasons that Roland hates the man in black is because he was fucking his mom.
0: Ooh. Oh, Yeah okay are you mad you aren't go to your therapist dude <laughs> oh wait wait was it consensually or was he like doing the mind thing like you want to fuck me he was doing I the mind me. thing
1: yeah. Ooh, okay. yeah. okay all right yeah, yeah no kill him
0: kill him <laughs>
1: okay but now imagine it's consensually and it's Matthew McConaughey with Idris Elba's mom <laughs> And McConaughey's <laughs> being a dick about it.
2: Hey,
0: hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I like he's gonna purposely eat all your cereal before you get up in the morning.
1: <laughs> We're not really clear what McConaughey's powers are. It seems that like he mostly uses the stop breathing thing, but he can probably tell people to do anything. Shit yourself? Would that work? Can <laughs> probably. I? Oh
0: my God! Yes. Well, OK, so sometimes he tells people to do stuff and they immediately do it. And yet the, the thing is over. And then sometimes he tells people to do stuff, yet they can still like talk. Like so when Idris Elba was at a gun store back in New York, the gun store clerk starts shooting at him because Matthew McConaughey had snuck in there and his Lincoln and parked in the alley and is like, sorry, bro. Like, it's not me shooting. So sometimes can, people can talk and go against Matthew McConaughey, or did he like have a little shine left over from childhood? One of the things I actually
2: appreciate about both King and this film is that they never really articulate the limits or the way the powers work. So it's all very mysterious, I think, intentionally. And I kind of like that. And yeah, the magic is just
1: what it needs to be for the scene. So for that right. scene, it I needed- want
0: rules.
1: They basically needed a reason for him to not just shoot the guy in the head immediately. So they had to give him enough free will to say, please don't shoot me. I'm still a person. Yes. Yep. It was useful for the scene. They don't. Which well, I really, I'm really glad they put that limitation on it because it meant that we got to see Roland shoot the guy's shotgun barrel so that it whacked him in the head like a Looney Tune and knocked him unconscious, <laughs> which was a much more fun way to end the scene.
0: Oh, I thought he shot him in the shoulder.
1: No, 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 no. No, the guy, no, yeah. I held his shotgun up in front of him like barrel front, and Roland shot the barrel. And it wanged him into the head and knocked him out.
0: Oh, that's so nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. He
0: could have fucking killed him.
1: Yeah. Also, all of the, like, really cool reloads, they're just, like, CGI magic. If you're actually looking at, like, the belt that he's reloading off of, none of it works at all.
0: Oh, yeah. No, of course not. But you don't. Yeah.
1: But you don't need to. It's just It just looks cool enough. That it's like, oh wow, that's neat. Or like when he just tosses six bullets into the air and then Jedi whooshes them into the <laughs> cylinder of his gun.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I but, like when he spins the barrel first and then just like dumps them in there. Like don't figure the, it out. Yeah.
2: Feeds them in by dropping them it perfectly into each slot. I love that one. I thought that one looked so slick. Okay. I've waxed on a lot about the books, but one of the things that I loved in this movie is that we do get a chance of Roland actually being a sweet ass gunslinger, and Jake is kidnapped at one point. And Roland just walks out into the middle of this battle. There's houses burning around him, people being slaughtered. He chills the motherfucker out, listens, breathes, and then raises his fucking gun, listens, and shoots some dude in the fucking head. Like, I don't know,
0: 200 yards away, it is an
2: anime. It was great, though. It was such a great fucking sequence.
0: It was. Honestly, that was my favorite part of the movie. I cheered. I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Roland is a gun wizard. That's uh, He's just in a world with magic. He's just decided his only magic is going (laughs) to be gun. He's like, we're Harry... (laughs) Harry Potter got really good at yeeting other people's wands out of their hands. He got really, really good at gun magic because (laughs) it's the only thing that possibly explains how he can shoot. But they do manage to pull it off in an incredibly cool way
0: here. Also, he has great reloads.
1: Yeah, Dave, they follow your rule, and
0: they, they show off the the very rule,
1: impressive reloads. Show really cool reloads, and then you can have him shoot, like, ten people in the head. Nobody cares. <laughs> right, right, because
0: right, right.
1: look how cool that was.
0: Yeah, no, the the village is, like, burning down around them, and he's kind of, like, there's this psychic lady who's like, Oh, hey, what are you doing? He's, he didn't say it, but his eyes said, like, woman, hush. And he just... <laughs> Slowly lets the chi flow and figures out where that little dark eye ringler ring lemur looking kid is being drug off by an orc. This was very Lord of the Rings. This <laughs> this village scene, I was like, oh yep, I've seen this before.
1: Yeah, it's it's Legolas shooting. It's Legolas surfing down the stairs on a shield, shooting people with his bow. <laughs> But instead it's a <laughs> yep. yourself, bro with a gun.
0: I cheered in the movie during that too. I was that person <laughs> cheering I in the movie bet theater you did. when like list it. Fuck yes. While I love this scene, I also have to bitch that this scene, and including every other scene that wasn't shot in New York City, is so dark you can barely tell what's going on. God. Oh my god. This movie okay.
1: commits all of the modern Hollywood sins it's incredibly poorly lit and yep. it goes back and forth between the worst audio balancing and the conversations with <laughs> oh people my god, whispering thank at each other so much. and then shit's just screaming and exploding I don't want the IMAX theater experience in every goddamn movie
0: I was really self conscious because I'm like god damn the hearing is really going because I was like Jay, turn on the subtitles it's like I've already turned them on, Captain. Yeah, it, no, like sorry, nothing not There was me. no subtitle. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, I'm not bitching. I just was like, "What is happening?" We, I had it up like. He said, "Oh, yeah, we'll probably need to turn the TV up to like 20. Okay, I think we had it like thirty-six.
1: Yeah, no, this was this was one of those movies where I I was like actively of changing the volume like oh there's dialogue coming crank it up Uh uh-oh I hear I feel a gunfight coming on better turn it down terribly terribly balanced
0: I finally committed to I will turn it up loud enough to hear the words at all times and deal with the consequences of getting blasted off my love seat later (laughs) (laughs) it was worth it
1: I have a question and I don't know if you necessarily know the answer to this, but they keep calling Jake's power the shine. Yeah. It, do, does Stephen King have a connected universe and is this connected to the shining somehow? <clears throat> I'm so glad you asked that, David. God damn it.
0: So, um... I asked the same thing earlier, and that's why I made him stop.
1: <laughs> sort of. Oh no, what have I done? Sort of. In
0: the
2: film, there's a moment where Jake has uh, a stick stuck in the ground, and he draws a spoked wheel. And Roland says that that's a map. And that's Roland explaining how this works. The Dark Tower exists in every Stephen King multiverse. It's the one thing that ties every Stephen King universe together. Is there's a Dark Tower. But the Dark Tower can only be entered from Midworld. But it exists on every universe. So it's it's the unifying element that every Stephen King world has in common. And that's why the, the books actually cross several of the series. Like, the man in black is the, the enemy in the stand. Randall Flagg is the man in black.
0: So where's the dark tower on Google Maps? <laughs> <laughs> well, <Stephen. laughs> oh, I bet you didn't think that far Maine, ahead. Maine. Uh, okay. Can I make a better movie where it's mostly just Jake leading around Idris Elba in the city and I'm like no 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 don't do that that's weird. Do shoot that. Don't one. call, it, don't shoot that don't call one. it Middle Earth. It's like a it's a fish out of water comedy now, a sitcom. That's the anime I want. I mean, I
1: the one fish out of water joke In this movie that worked for me is when Idris Elba takes a fistful of pills on a bus in New York City and a couple of random girls say, hey, cutie, can we join the party? To which he replies, you've both (laughs) forgotten the face of your father.
0: Yes, I died at that and was like sick burn. Casey did die at that. She really appreciated that burn. I, well, two jokes. I enjoyed that one, and I also enjoyed his blood panel that said he had hepatis- hepatitis A, B, C, <laughs> E, and like a bunch of other shit. LMNOP. <laughs> I had the pleasure of watching this movie with Jay and kind of ruined part of his experience because I wouldn't let him talk about the books. Like, (laughs) No, no, no. I I want to just watch this as a movie.
1: We're watching this story.
0: I don't know what this is about, but I'm watching as But so, you know, he didn't get to rant about much. But one weird thing that stuck out to him that he has brought up several times is the fact that. Jake, his real dad, died, like, a year or two ago in some fire. And he brings out a... He brings out a newspaper clipping of the picture of his dad. And he's like, oh, that... Jay noticed that it's in the New York Post. And then Which goes... Which is a fucking trash rag. Yep, that's that's where he went. And kept going. I mean, of all fucking paper,
2: like... You got a clipping from the New York Post of. No, come on. Come on.
1: I, I don't do think you so. you just want them to make up a fictional newspaper then?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. Actually, I think I no. do.
1: No, 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 no. Never mind. Daily Bugle. I know, what is the appropriate news outlet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you reporting
1: on this, what would be the one that you would see the headline and go, <laughs> yeah, that's the one? You have actually targeted me.
0: It's not going to be front page. Because I think page. you're telling
1: more on yourself here.
0: <laughs>
1: but Casey's right.
2: It's not going to be front page, first off. And so we don't need a newspaper headline. We just need a clipping from yeah. the newspaper.
0: So here's a dumb question. I didn't notice. Um, does New York have, like, small newspapers? It would be a small newspaper, like kind of like the salesman. You can advertise it in the salesman.
2: (laughs) Fireman's death
0: in the salesman. (laughs) We lost a good one today. Also, golden retriever puppies, $500 OBO. (laughs) FCFS.
1: Now, take notice, Hollywood. If you don't want us to get pissy about this, only use the National (laughs) Enquirer.
0: No, because then it'd be like, fireman... Abducted yeah, fire. during fire.
1: Fireman abducted. Three more people dead.
0: <laughs> right. Hillary Clinton has yet to respond.
2: Yeah, but that would have been a much better headline. I would have actually appreciated that more. Also, how sad would it be if the only memory you have of your dead father is the National it's Enquirer the National article? Enquirer. <laughs>
0: it- <laughs> Right across from, like, woman gets largest breast implants. <laughs> Says she feels sexier than ever. There, Dave. Yes, those are my standards. Now you know how to make a movie to my standards. Write this down, Steven. <laughs> All right, we've talked enough about the book
2: and Idris Alba. And Matthew McConaughey and that goddamn kid. So it's time. Dave, we'll start with you. 2017's The Dark Tower. Would you watch it again?
1: You know, there's some stuff in here that is right up my alley. The The really cool, if even if they are CGI, reloads, I fucking loved them. Oh, my uh, God. The gunfights in this just look fucking cool as shit. And I love how they staged it all out. But the story that they're trying to tell with the movie was so fucking boring. I did fall asleep the first time I tried watching this movie. And the second time it was a physical fight during some of the talky bits to actually pay attention to what is going on. I don't care about Jake at all. He was a terrible choice of a protagonist and I don't care what happens. And I'm fine if he dies. Just kill him. It's fine. So, though I'll probably go on YouTube and watch the reload scenes again, no, I'm not going to watch The Dark Tower, the film, again. Casey, how about you? You didn't even try to read the books at any point like me, so you have nothing attached to this movie. Nothing. 2017's The Dark Tower. Would you watch it again?
0: I had low expectations coming into this movie because... I'm not a huge Stephen King fan of the movies. Um, I was dreading watching this because Stephen King is a lot. And it's really hard to interpret his work sometimes. I liked the coked out Emilio Vestavez movie. That made way more sense than this movie did. But also, to be fair, that was one book, not eight, jammed into a movie. That makes this make a lot more sense, Jay. Um, that's scary. God, it just was kind of all over the place, but not at the same time, if that makes sense. This felt surreal to watch. It was a bizarre viewing experience. Matthew McConaughey was great. I could have used more of him menacing his way around like New York kitchens and shit like that. But. No, no, I am not going to watch this again. Idris Elba, you did fine. Always a pleasure, but no. Jay, I feel like this may have hurt you the most. I got to know, is it worth it? Would you do it again? Would you watch The Dark Tower again?
2: Once I got off the they're not going to try and tell all eight books in a single movie, I... I felt a lot better about what I was watching than when I originally started because I was mad at first and I appreciate the opportunity for a bold retelling. I honestly think that that could be the key to success. As I mentioned earlier, if they would focus on this as like the next a sequel, essentially to the book series and give us a 90 minute movie of that, I think I might really love it. I need to be rated R and Roland needs to be the main goddamn character. This itself misses the kind of profound weirdness that makes me love the Dark Tower, and it misses out on the fun Western elements without the Western elements that kind of suck. I did appreciate the subtle nods to other Kings works, but I would like to see someone do this again. And yes, even though there are some cool reloads, and I love the shot of Roland shooting... The guy that is carrying Jake running away as he just gets his fucking zen and finds it. The movie itself is not great. And I'm not going to watch it again. So no. That's it. The verdict is in. Three out of three of us are not going to watch The Dark Tower again. But, listeners at home, if you guys watched it, what did you think? Did you read the books? Should I have shut the fuck up about them? Let us know. Dave... I understand that you are bringing a gift for us next week. So what are we going to be watching on our next episode?
1: I am. It's it's a gift in more ways than one. First of all, it's a gift in that none of us can possibly turbo nerd on the source material. Because it's <laughs> a fairly short, epic poem. Uh, and it's also a gift in that it's a movie that I originally bought out of a DVD bin. Yeah! Back Love in that. the aughts. Possibly. I don't recall. Starring Christopher Lambert. We're going to be watching from 1999.
0: Beowulf. Oh my I've God. I've seen I'm this movie. So exi- I have not. I saw the newer one. I'm excited to watch anything with Christopher Lambert. Well, we'll just have to wait till next week to finish out our required reading. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Casey. Cinema. Like us on Facebook. S H cinema. Um, Buy something at the Scholastic Book Fair at Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or peepshittycinema.com. Check the show notes for those links, and in the meantime, let's turn out the lights. Off with the thermostat at an abandoned house. Bang, bang, bang! And don't stand too close to the gun when it goes off, Jay. <laughs>